exercise takes some effort. It takes a lot of willpower, even if you really can see the benefit of it. Movement, on the other hand, is something that we can do in one way to make it automatic. Movement in life is possible without a lot of thinking. Bowman wrote a great book called Move Your DNA and in it she says most conveniences don't save time they save movement as we stopped moving we thought we were saving time but when you think about it why do we go to the gym we go to the gym for movement we go to the gym to try and recapture the benefits of all the movement that we've lost along the way. So you might say, Johnson, what are some of these benefits of movement? Well, for one, if you were to go outside and go for a walk, the movement of all of your joints matter. They increase your level of thinking, they decrease your stress levels, you find that your cortisol drops. All of these things matter. But now that we've become more sedentary in our lifestyle, what we tend to do is we've replaced movement with exercise. So this, let me show you what this could look like. Let's say in a week, this is your movement circle. And this in a week, is your allotted time for exercise. For most people, it'd be a lot less than this. Because let's be honest, who likes sweat? sweat? Who likes getting out of bed when it's cold? Who likes getting out early? Who would rather stay in a warm, comfy environment than to go out? Who wants to go out when there's a threat of rain? Doesn't sound very attractive, does it? Because exercise takes some effort. It takes a lot of willpower, even if you really can see the benefit of it. Movement, on the other hand, is something that we can do in one way to make it automatic. Movement in life is possible without a lot of thinking. We have to go to the gym, but if you were to bake a cake, the movement involved, the beating, the mixing, the standing, the collecting, the washing, the bowls, etc., etc., all of these, you don't actually think, oh, I'm doing some exercise, because you're not exercising, you're moving. And in today's world, 
a lot of people think about how it is that we fill this space. What are some of the things that you think, well, I need to do some cardio, so you go for a run. I need to do some strength training, so you do some push-ups, some planks, if you will. And all of this here is abnormal for us as humans. If I said to you, we can get rid of this and increase this. If we got to a point where instead of filling this, fill this space, then the exercise circle matters less. So how do you do that? Well, one of the ways of doing that is maybe think of your kitchen. What are the conveniences that are in your kitchen? How is your kitchen designed for your and my life to be more convenient? The first thing I said to my wife is, hey, shall we take the plates from the shelf that is about eye level and put it down to the bottom level? What would that do? For one, means you have to bend to get to the plates. You actually would be doing squats, but unknowingly. So think about it. Somebody says you go to the gym. I said, right, you need to do 10 squats. Do 10 squats, and I need you to do it four times a week. 10 times four, 40 squats. If I took my plates and I moved it from a convenience level to a movement level, okay, and I have to squat to get to my plates, you do two squats. One to bend down to pick it up and take it and use it. The second Put it back in. So that's two squats. Two squats, let's say you do three meals a day. Three meals a day, three times two is six. So in one day you've done six squats. How many meals do we do in a week? Six times seven, 42. So in one week of movement, you've done 42 squats. Did you have to think about it? No. Is there energy involved? Yes. Is there willpower involved? No. Is there want power? Is there motivation? The answer is no. Because you do these things by design. The other way you can do it is by thinking, of, so where do you put your cups in relation to your kettle? Where do you put your cutlery drawer in relation to your stove or your dishwasher? If that's what you use, of course. The answer is we put it in the most convenient place. It is designed to be convenient. Kitchens are not designed to create inconveniences. They are designed to create conveniences. But convenience means loss of movement.
loss of movement over time, micro movements, remember they're all very, very small movements, over months and years matter. So you might say to me, Johnson, I can't bend down to get my plates from the bottom. Okay, you can put it from this level to maybe the second to last shelf. Uh, but the plates are too heavy. You come up with another excuse, don't you? The plates are way too heavy. Tell you what, don't do it with your plates. How about your underwear at home? Where are your socks and underwear placed? In which drawer? The odds are they're placed on the top level. Why? Because we use it the most. What if you placed your socks and your underwear in the bottom drawer? Or even the second to last drawer? Then you can't say to me, Johnson, those, those socks and their underwear, they're way too heavy for me to move they're not. Or you might say, well I have a bad back. I say, okay. Or I have bad knees. Well here's the thing. You can get around it by hinging on one leg. Where you can stand on one leg, put an extended arm in front of you, support yourself safely and still perform a movement that is greater that has more benefit to all of our beings. It is possible. Movement does matter. So the goal is not to fill the exercise space to, by doing strength training. The goal is not to get your heart rate going by going exercising. Because you, by doing simple movements, Going up and down stairs, for example, means that you're increasing your cardiac output. Your heart rate goes up if you're going up and down stairs. Think about escalators. Think about lifts. Think about stairs. And yet most of us would take an escalator or a lift in preference. And you say to me, well, you know, I can't do that. I'm, I'm in a hurry. I'm in a rush. Okay, you can't do that. How about parking your car from next to an entrance to the furthest you, you can get in the car park from the entrance? How about if when you go shopping, you don't take shopping trolley, you take a basket. And I guarantee you, most supermarkets would not like that. If you look and you see how many baskets there are compared to trolleys, they are much more in terms of trolleys than baskets. Not only will it mean that you move more, it will mean that you're actually doing compound movements. You are carrying things, you're using the, the deltoids, you're using your chest muscles, you're using your pecs, using your biceps, using your triceps. 
and it's a carrying bit so that your complex movements start to take place. Compare that to a traditional shopping trolley experience. It goes from here to here, here to here. Oh, and by the way, <coughs> this here is a twisting movement. And in modern day times, twisting movements are disappearing. Think about the last time you looked behind you to reverse your car. For those who, who would see, it's, it's almost the old black and white movies where somebody would elbow here, hand on the steering wheel, and turn their head to see where the car's going. Now we've got, we've got cameras in the back, so we don't need to turn. Before that, you had the, the sound that went beep, 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 bang. So you didn't need to turn either, except, of course, with the bang when you had to get out to go have a look. But now there's no bang because the, the odds are you, you can see it. So you can see it and you can hear it, but you don't have to turn. Turning movements have virtually disappeared. In order to continue to, to build our health, we need to recapture what movement means. If you like what you've heard, do subscribe, do press the like button and share it. And more importantly, tell us what is your favorite way that you move. Share it with others where and what and how you do to build a moving lifestyle.